0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's the Spirits and Sports History Podcast. With your host, Ryan Zyroud. Expand your knowledge on your favorite spirits, and then enjoy sports history with a mystery.
1: What's going on, delegates? And welcome to Episode 7 of the Spirits and Sports History podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. We are also on LAFBnetwork.com, your destination for Los Angeles football. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that everyone out there listening had a great holiday season, a very Merry Christmas uh, spent with loved ones, friends, and family. I know I had a great time Um, We had a lot of fun celebrating Christmas Eve and able to kind of relax Christmas Day and and just reflect on on the past year and enjoy the company of of good family, good food, Um, and I hope everyone out there was able to do the same. Um, We are embarking upon a new year. 2020 is just around the corner, or is already here, depending when you're listening to this episode. At the time of this recording is New Year's Eve, so we are hours away from bringing in the new year, but... um, yeah, glad you're here. Glad you're listening. I'm um, glad you're here with me. Would love to hear from you. Um, I'm on Twitter. If you want to hit me up there, Ryan DiRude L-A-F-B. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Ryan DiRude. Find me on Facebook. Um, you can shoot me an email, ryan.dyrude at lafbnetwork.com. Any of those would love to hear from you. If you have a, a story you maybe want me to think about writing, um, if you have a whiskey or a spirit you want to hear featured, or maybe learn a little bit more about if you want to just say what up, appreciate you um, that'd be that'd be fun to you know get to know you and I certainly appreciate all of you for listening so I'd love to hear from you um, In the spirit of the season though I wrote this story kind of having to pertain with Christmas and an event that happened on Christmas and so I was excited while writing I had a lot of fun kind of looking back into this event and kind of being able to create a fictional narrative having to do with this I'm gonna do it like we did the last show and we're gonna do our story first. And, and then after the story, we'll kind of recap a little bit and then we'll go into the spirits section. And, uh, I'll be honest, it's, we're not doing a whiskey this week, doing something a little different. It's not necessarily pertains to the story like I try to do, but it does, I think, pertain to the holiday season pretty well. So, uh, that's, I'll leave it at that. We'll do that. So, but before we do that, we'll do our story. Um, but before we get into that support for the spirits and sports history podcast today comes from Manscaped who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Now, I don't want you to get uncomfortable with this, but this talk needs to happen. It's 2020, and you know what that means. New year, new me, new balls. Men, listen up. Harry bushes are so a thing of 2019. If you're going to pick up any New Year's resolution this year, let it be to take care of your junk. Manscaped is making it easy with their state-of-the-art grooming products. Uh, I know if you're like me, you know, you've sometimes used the same razor used for the face or you've had some nicks in the past or some just uncomfortable situations. Well, luckily, that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology so this trimmer won't nick or snag your family jewels. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past, and you don't use the same trimmer on your face as you use on your balls. That's just dirty. We don't want to do that. Manscaped also has a crop preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits, so why are you not putting it on the smelliest part of your body? Well, today you can get 20% off plus free shipping when you use my special promo code Believe at Manscaped.com. That's B-L-E-A-V at Manscaped.com. Start the new year off the right way by using the best tools for the job and i promise me promise you your balls well thank you once again that promo code is b-l-e-a-v at manscaped.com so 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code b-l-e-a-v all right thank you manscaped and with that let's get on to our sports mystery story Snow fluttered down to the cool pavement from Father Nimbus above. The trees glistened with the white substance, and the strings of lights on the neighborhood houses still flickered as the sun rose. The dawn was here, and soon, children would be waking up all over the world, running to their parents' bedside, and raucously awaking them from their deep slumber. Old Saint Nick will have completed the unimaginable, while fulfilling every dream conceivable for nearly 2.2 billion children. Sean may have been one of these kids, but he didn't wake up to find a snow-covered walkway or a frosty the snowman in the yard to greet him most of the houses on his street weren't glowing with red and green lights and papa noel wasn't known to visit his street very often there was a tree in the family room but it lacked the beautiful tinsel and a plethora of ornaments underneath it rested only two boxes wrapped in newspaper one for him and one for his little sister three stockings hung over the mantle but they were not bursting with knick knacks and candy In fact, they were not filled with anything, but they hung there, nonetheless, as a reminder of the season and as a symbol of the family's love. As Sean and his sister clambered out of their room and into the dimly lit family room, they were greeted by their mother, who had just returned from her night shift at the clinic. It had been a tough year, and mother had to work multiple jobs just to make ends meet, but she always did it with a smile and reminded Sean and his sister how they had it much better than many kids out there. The three of them sat on the cool living room floor, and Mother reached under the tree and handed each of them their one single gift. Sean looked at the small box that rested in his hands. Old news clippings of a well-known bush and comical characters were on the paper. It could What could be in this small three-by-five-inch box? He shook it a few times, but could hear nothing. Oh, just open it already, his mother murmured. So he viciously tore apart the paper so that he could reach the inhabitants inside. He ripped the box open as if what was inside would be the last thing that he laid eyes on. And then he saw it. His jaw dropped, his eyes widened, and his breath quickened. A simple piece of paper, but a piece of paper that held so much value to him. He arose from the floor with such exuberance that you'd think he'd been given the ticket to Santa's workshop. Well, for Sean, he pretty much had been. Go on now, there's no time to waste, exclaimed Mother. Sean ran from the living room and slid through the kitchen, Something he had done every morning prior, but today the slide was merely ceremonious, as his thoughts were elsewhere. He ran into his room and opened the closet. Inside hung five articles of clothing. One shirt for Easter, one shirt for the first day of school, one shirt for Christmas Eve, which he had just removed a few hours ago, and a pair of pants that went with all previously listed articles of clothing. The final garment, however, meant the most to Sean, and made him feel a part of a family much bigger than his own. He carefully removed it from the hanger, slipped it over his unkempt hair, and wriggled his arms through the sleeves. Then as quickly as he had entered his room, he ran out, kissed his mother and sister, and with a gracious thank you, headed out the door. With his prize gift in his hand, Sean ran as fast as he could through the streets to get to his destination. He only lived a few blocks away, but it felt like he lived borders apart. When he reached the hallowed ground, he stretched out his hand and offered the gift to an elderly gentleman. The gentleman inspected the piece of paper, like it was the golden ticket to Willy Wonka's factory. Go ahead, son, concluded the gentleman. As Sean ran inside, his heart leapt with excitement. This was a place that he had only dreamed of visiting. And now here he was, one of the few to be standing in such an infamous palace, about to embark on a journey that millions would envy. He sidestepped onlookers and tourists that were clearly just visiting. He passed families of yelling mothers and grumbling fathers, And he witnessed businessmen staring at their beepers and cell phones instead of cherishing each moment when sean finally reached his end point he stopped and looked over the cavernous landscape way down below him were the gladiators that prepared for battle men that every boy in his neighborhood looked up to but there were two men in particular men that were battle tested and began their time in the arena fighting for the same side they relinquished many foes together and brought pride to the land that they represented. But as the old saying goes, all good things must come to an end. As of late, one of the warriors felt snake-bitten and no longer wanted to go to battle side by side with his slithery comrade. So his wish was granted, and now for the first time ever, with the awestruck boy in the crowd, the snake would be pitted against the poisoned. Jean watched from the rafters as the two men attempted to end their strife pragmatically. But anyone that knows this story knows that this is simply impossible. After repeated attacks and counters, it all came down to one last assault. One final chance for the snake to prove that he wasn't poisonous after all. Sean looked around the stands. The visiting tourists were standing and cheering, as if this had been home for generations. The yelling mothers were now shouting praise and exultation, and the grumbling fathers watched in amazement. The cell phones and beepers of the businessmen had not been looked at for quite some time, now as the focus was all at center stage. Sean sank back. His family had been put through the ringer this year. You see, he may only be 11, but Sean knows how to do the laundry, cook a chicken pot pie, give his sister a French braid, and balance the checkbook. Mother is the best mother that she can be, providing, loving, teaching, and nurturing. But sometimes, family is more than just blood sometimes you can feel the love and embrace of an emblem of a logo of a jersey with his number eight uniform draped over his body sean stepped forward and looked on in suspense as this christmas day game between the kobe bryant led lakers and the shaquille o'neal led heat came down to one final play the black mamba received the inbound with 3.4 seconds left in overtime he had an opportunity to win the game and send the doubters home Three seconds, two seconds, one, clang. The ball falls harmlessly to the ground. The crowd exhales defeated, and the snake-bitten shack leaves Los Angeles poison-free. Kobe Bryant may not have won that game on that Christmas day in 2004, but he did give Sean the gift that he needed that year. Time to escape reality and cheer with newly found loved ones and family. A gift that we all need. A gift that we all deserve. Well, thanks for having a drink with the Don, and have a very happy New Year. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that story as much as I enjoyed writing it. Um, little background on it for those of you if you don't know. So this was, um, well, let's, let's just we'll break it down real simply. say so you're not a big NBA fan or an NBA, uh historian so Kobe Bryant was a bright young star of the Los Angeles Lakers and he had been paired with Shaquille O'Neal who the team had gotten a little while before that from the Orlando Magic and they paired a great one-two punch Shaq obviously being one of the best big men's in the game and and Kobe being you know a young guard that could shoot from anywhere on the floor and score at will essentially um, and so they became this dynamic pair and were really dominant in the NBA as a whole, but there was, you know, they had kind of a riff, you know, off the court, whether, you know, that's a whole different podcast, whole different story, but essentially didn't necessarily get along that well. Um, Probably had to do with something, you know, both being very strong personalities and wanting to be like the guy on the team. And, uh, you know, when you're two elite players with elite personalities, that's going to clash a little bit. So... Uh, Shaq started, you know, thinking the organization was siding more with Kobe, so decided he wanted out, and after a lot of trade offers and back and forth and offseason speculation and all this, he ended up getting traded to the Miami Heat um, for numerous players, and uh, so this game on Christmas Day in 2004 was the first meeting between Kobe and and the Lakers, and now Shaq with the Heat, since he had been traded. So I wanted to kind of explore that story, and I thought it would have been fun doing it in a fictional way of being Christmas and a Christmas Day game. And you think of just the game and kind of what goes into the the players' minds, and you know as they prepare for this this union, if you will, of them kind of coming back together. But I wanted to take a different approach and look at from a fan's perspective. And more so even a fan that is a young boy who has seen a lot of struggle throughout his life and, you know, maybe not financially as well off as other people that would be in that arena going to that game. But his mom, you know, worked her tail off to give him something that he truly wanted as he was a true diehard Laker fan. And so I thought it was kind of fun to kind of build that a little bit, showing the struggle and then also the payoff of him getting to go to this game. And even though the result wasn't necessarily what Laker fans or Sean in this story, for instance, would have liked, it was still an escape. It was still a gift. It was still a moment where he could kind of be away from the worldly struggles that he deals with every day and be able to just enjoy a game and watch two great athletes on the big stage. And they put on a great show that game. So if you if you haven't watched that game, go back to 2004, Christmas Day, Heat versus Lakers, um, a lot of fun storylines with it, but hopefully you enjoyed the story. I had fun writing it, and I think it just, it shows what Christmas, you know, there's so many meanings for Christmas, so many beautiful um, things that come about that t- this time of year, this Christmas season, and, you know, I know the whole gift-giving and, and shopping and that gets overblown, but there is still a gift in this season, and it doesn't necessarily have to be materialistic, but just that that bond you feel, and that that time you feel with friends and family, and, and in this case, he was able to feel that bond with, you know, 18,000 other people at, uh, at the arena that day, so, well, anyway, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, so, we're going to talk about our adult beverage of the show, um, typically do whiskeys, we're going to do a little different today, and we're going to talk about holiday favorite eggnog. But before we get into that, I do want to talk to you a little bit about my friends over at my bookie. You know, Christmas obviously has come and gone. We just rang in the new year, but the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. Um, we've seen what our teams are capable of this season, and now it's time to get in your last bets before the big game. Will the Ravens be able to get it done? Will Brady and those dang Patriots get themselves another ring? I bet you have a feeling... And I think you should head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. My bookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl games, my bookie is where you want to go. Football not your thing? No worries. My bookie's got it all. Obviously, we just talked about the NBA and the story. They got plenty of lines there. They also have all stuff from the Premier League, a bunch of other leagues to choose from. Um, They've got the fastest payouts, the best promotions, and a very helpful 24 7 customer service team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple big favorites this week. Parlay wagers let you bet multiple games together, and if they all come through, you win big. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sportsbook around. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. So that means if you deposit 2 grand, you get an extra 1,000 in free money to play with. Who doesn't love free money? All you have to do is use my promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie so head to mybookie.ag use the promo code blv and then bet win, and get paid so thank you to my bookie for helping sponsor the spirits and sports podcast and uh yeah so now to the last part of the show we're going to talk about holiday eggnog you know i love talking whiskey love talking spirits love talking beer really anything um but what what better thing to talk about right now during christmas than eggnog and i feel like I know myself included in this, but probably a lot of people don't really know where it came from or how it became such a seasonal favorite. So, you know, I wanted to explore that a little bit um, and kind of look into how the name came about and how it became a popular drink this time of year. So, you know, there's some stories that claim that the eggnog derives from an old English word for strong beer. Um, You know, there's also a possibility that derived from the word noggin, which is a word for a small cup that was first known to be used back in 1588. Um, And then there's another version, obviously, you know, tons of speculation and all that, but another version dating back to the colonial America, where colonists, excuse me, referred to this thick drink as grogues and eggnog as egg and grog and then kind of from there just kind of adapted to eggnog um according to marion webster the old dictionary the first known use of eggnog was sometime around 1775 which obviously leads us to believe it was used uh during the you know beginning of america the the colonies um and obviously they would have english origins because of the um Settlers, they were from England over here. Um, So, you know, when I was looking a little more into it, you you can look all the way back to the 13th century when medieval monks, I thought that was interesting, monks who you think are very straight edge. But in Britain, they were known to drink something called posset. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but P-O-S-S-E-T. It was a warm ale punch with eggs and figs. And so, you know, after, you know, years and years, this likely merged with different variations of milk and wine punches that were often used at social gatherings. And, you know, by the 17th century, so now we're, you know, a couple hundred years, 400 to be exact, years later, sherry was a main ingredient in this punch. And sherry was also a very um, commodity, if you will, during that time that only the wealthy were able to enjoy, along with milk and eggs so the combination of milk eggs and sherry were a basically a drink just for the upper class to have and so it was it was used to toast prosperity and wealth and then it started to kind of become this holiday drink because that's you know what do you do on the holidays You're, you're cheering a good year gift giving time with family prosperity and so that's kind of how it adapted into that um And then, obviously, now we have our tons of different variations. I know I personally love drinking with whiskey. Um, It still is very popular with sherry every now and then. Brandy's a big mix. When it first actually came from England to the New World here, rum became the big mixer just because of the Caribbean spirit rum that was much easier and cheaper for the colonists to get rather than the expensive sherry and other drinks that were being shipped over from um, Britain. So that's kind of where the rum eggnog came about. Um, I found one recipe from old George Washington, the first president of the United States that I wanted to share with you because it sounds interesting. I'm sure it, well, I'll just let you be the judge if you think it sounds good. So the first recipe mixed one pint of brandy, half a pint each of rye whiskey and Jamaican rum, a quarter pint of sherry, with one quart each cream and milk and then one dozen tablespoons of sugar use 12 separated eggs and that was considered a traditional eggnog at least at the time in the white house for old president George Washington so i don't know that's that's uh, sounds more like a and long island iced tea just mixed with sugar and eggs but hey you know, that's how it kind of all began. So I love eggnog. I love it this time of year. Something about it. I, I can't drink eggnog in July. I wouldn't want it in March. But from Thanksgiving through the new year, there's nothing better than some Maker's Mark and some eggnog and uh, hanging out with friends and family and, and, you know, cheering some prosperity and looking back over a tremendous year. So hopefully you enjoy eggnog. Hopefully you are able to have some this holiday season. And if not, you know, there's still time. I know we are here now in 2020 crazy um but there's always a little bit more time for eggnog i think by the middle of january is when it's time to put it back uh or not really put it back cuz it goes bad but time to wait again until the following thanksgiving so um but yeah so there you have it there's the origin of eggnog maybe hopefully you learn a little bit where it came from you can you can try it maybe may i know people out there have never even had it with alcohol um, so if you haven't had it, um, I just gave you some examples. Or some people maybe only drink it with whiskey so you know you know rum's actually good with it. Brandy's good with it. Sherry's good with it. So a lot of different options there. If you want to go like old old Honest George Washington, just throw them all in there at once and uh, give that a go. So, um, but yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of Spirits and Sports History. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed the story. I uh, would love to hear your feedback on it. Um, you can hit me up on any social media. I'm on Twitter, at Ryan Dirud, Lafb. i I'm at Instagram, at Ryan DiRude. Facebook, at Ryan DiRude. Or you can email me, ryan.dyroud at lafbnetwork.com. So I would love to hear uh, get your thoughts on it, thoughts on the story. love to hear your thoughts on eggnog, if you enjoy it, if you hate it, uh, if you want to try some of these different mixtures with it. And uh, I'd love to hear if you have other story ideas for me. If there's an event in history that you really like and you want to see if I can write a cool fictional tale that kind of leads into it, um, that'd be great. We could even work together on something. So hit me up on one of those avenues. Love to hear from you, but really appreciate you. tuning in. Hope you all rang in the new year and had a great holiday season. And I can't wait to catch up with you again uh, in about a week. So thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.
0: Everyone has a favorite photo. Now you can turn yours into canvas wall art at canvasworld.com. Canvasworld.com will print your photograph on a handcrafted custom canvas at the size of your choice. They combine the latest technology and environmentally friendly inks to produce canvas prints that are higher quality than ever available before. And they guarantee their work for life. Maybe that's why six of the country's top 10 hotel chains choose Canvasworld. Their prices are a fraction of what you'd pay elsewhere. and It's easy. Just upload your photo, choose a size, and you're done. They'll even digitally retouch your photo absolutely free. Place your order at canvasworld.com today and save 35% plus get free shipping when you enter promo code PHOTO at checkout. Get big canvas prints at big savings at canvasworld.com and save 35% and get free shipping when you enter promo code PHOTO at checkout. Order yours today at canvasworld.com. That's canvasworld.com, where photos become art.